Hey, hello, Alan, and welcome back to our listeners to the Avoid Crisis podcast. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing well, Ray. How are you? You just uh, had a little vacation trip there, I guess. Uh, you're back in town now. Back, back from Spain, in town, hit the ground running, working on September 15th uh, filing deadlines. Mm. But uh, as you mentioned before, we are dedicated to this podcast. We think we're bringing valuable information to our listeners and uh, we want to keep our cadence up. Um, we're continuing here with our topic about AI benefiters in the market. And um, uh, I guess we should probably do our disclaimer, kind of our intro setup, and then uh, we can uh, we can jump into this this week's uh, uh, yeah this uh, target. This is a second of the three series, so I think one of the things we we'll to do is obviously talk about the disclaimer. I think it's on the next slide, um, but also to kind of talk a little bit about the backdrop on how these benefiters uh, were um, determined. So go ahead and hit the disclaimer, and then I'll talk a little bit about uh, how the criteria for selection of uh, these names are being um, accomplished. Sounds great. Sounds great. Here at the Avoid Crisis podcast, we are not providing investment advice. We're not giving legal or tax advice either. Um, we know of no connections or correlations as anything in this podcast that could influence the market or market participants. Listeners should make their own decisions. Uh, any risk taken um, is solely at your discretion. We highly recommend that you get individualized, customized advice on any actions that you take based on information in this podcast. And remember, the avoid crisis model is analyze, decide, act. This information is step one, analyze. That's it. Okay, so when we're looking across this and we've done a lot of research, we've talked about just what AI is going to do um, in a lot of different industries, what it's going to do to the marketplace, what it's going to do to uh, jobs, what it's going to do to people, what it's going to do to changing the way that we live. One of the things that we talked about was certainly there's going to be some benefiters in AI, but there's going to be winners and losers across the board, individually, companies, etc. So what we were looking to do here was one to kind of get an idea of who we thought, based on our research, were going to be benefiters. And we determined that we were going to go ahead and set some criteria up as to what it would take to make the list. First of all, it has to be a publicly traded company and it can't be at or near an all-time high. And, um, you know, at or near, we can kind of say that that's probably, you know, somewhere of less than 5%, uh, maybe something like that. But a lot of times it's even further. Today, it's going to be a little bit closer. Um, it has to be very easy to understand how AI is going to benefit this company. And it also has to have, in our minds, the potential to reward investors as the uh, AI is adopted within their existing business model, which means that we think that AI is going to drive down costs, increase revenue, and lead to higher margins, potentially, and higher profits. And so yeah. those are the, uh, the the things that we looked at to try to uh, create the, the criteria selection. And as a reminder, last week, we went through the whole presentation, or last the episode, we went through the presentation and uh, talked about Roblox. So we have a different uh, company that is meeting the criteria. We're going to talk about it today. So let's um, also kind of look at this and say um, a couple things on just risk uh, in the markets and how you approach it. You want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, sure. I, I, if I could just pause for one second, because I, I think we're, we're jumping right into the whole concept of, okay, 
market investments. And there's so much information out there about AI. And when it talks about, you know, winners and losers, who's going to benefit, who's going to get hurt. A lot of it focuses on, say, a certain profession and says, if you're in this profession, it might hurt you this way or that way. We've heard a lot about it in terms of creation of uh, content, you know, students plagiarizing, uh, authors, uh, you know, pegging off of information that's already out there, et cetera. Um, and what we found is that there was not a whole lot of information about, well, as an investor, how do you react to AI in the marketplace? And so this is the the tack and the angle that we're that we're taking in in this series of shows is it's purely from an investment perspective. Um, so, and I think it, it it it's it's spot on because there are in opportunities now at this point in time when AI is just coming out. Where are these investment opportunities? And and so I think it's it, it's really timely, Alan. The the, the research that that uh, you're doing and that the presentations we're making here on this topic. Yeah, I think, um, you know, to the point of the winners and the losers, and uh, also thinking of the idea of an early adopter. Um, and we've talked about this before. Um, I've been using AI for quite some time already. Um, I use it quite a bit in the coding that I do. Um, I've also been in, highly involved in meeting with different uh, founders, investors, angel investors, um, in the AI space and have talked to different companies and learned a little bit about what they're doing, how they're using AI um, and seeing a lot of the opportunities and the benefits. And I think that is part of what is also increasing maybe the awareness of where to go to research. And, um, you know, I think that one of the things you can do is you can think of some of the things we're saying here and think also who else might be a benefiter um, beyond just the ones that we're pointing to. Um, and again, one of the things that's mentioned here in the slide is that high returns are going to come from being ahead of the crowd. Um, I think certain names have been associated with AI and are well known in the market just because of the returns and NVIDIA being an example. But we're going beyond that. We're talking about think about what this company does and then think about what AI can do for this company. Ask not what AI. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, because because there is uh, different business models um, afford themselves to leverage off of AI more than others, right? And so uh, it, it's it's an important thing to realize that there's going to be separation here, and uh, not every company is going to benefit. Not every company is going to get hurt. Some are going to get uh, you know benefit, and some are going to get hurt. Which is which, and which do we think are going to be at the leader of the pack in this regard? based upon our research and their business model. Yeah, you know, that I think that part of what you're getting into as well is just that AI has sort of this leverage factor. The more you're using it, and the more it gets leveraged. Um, you know, as I mentioned about coding, what I find in coding is what might take, let's say, two or three hours to code. You can use AI and some of the tools and reduce that time to maybe a half hour. Um, so, you know, just think about the time savings you get there and think about how if you start to drive down into a large organization, productivity like that will do to the bottom line. So some of the things that we've identified here for the benefiters are that there's going to be a high number of users. There's going to be high engagement with that company. Um, the demographics have to have a proven spend. So we're not really looking for a company that has this great AI idea and doesn't have any revenue. 
And that has a lot of risk. What we're saying is here's a company that already is producing revenue, probably is on the path to a very good runway of profit. Um, and AI is only going to help them. And there also has to be this uh, barrier to entry that's present because AI is reducing a lot of the barriers. You know, and it, this is really uh, an interesting thing from the founder space and from the AI startup space. A lot of these companies are very disruptive to existing companies. So if you don't have a good moat, um, you're going to be challenged with AI. So anyhow, in these choices that we're making as the new disruptors here, we're identifying companies that do have a barrier to entry. They have the demographics with the proven spend. They have a high number of users with high engagements. So let's, uh, let's move forward and just talk about the, the company today. Um, and again, you know, uh, we talk about these things, but I'm going to still ask you to guess, Ray. So uh, uh, well, January 23, right. yep, this company had uh, the market for online sales in the U.S. And just when I say had the market, I mean they were the leader, you know. Um, the estimated market in the U.S. was around $843 billion. Um, their expected annual growth in the market is over 25%. The world market users, there's over 2 billion users that use this kind of a service, okay? This stock, all-time high, 176.29. 2023, the 52-week high is 71.43. And then uh, as of yesterday, the closing price was 65.80. Okay, uh, they're a leader in e-commerce. They have over a million merchants that are selling on their platform. It's actually getting a lot closer to 2 million. Their hmm. platform is in 175 different countries, and their daily active users, over 2 million a day. And if it hmm. were a country, and you just think about the economic impact here, if it were a country, its global contribution, which is uh, over $133 billion, and their ac economic activity would make it uh, the 52nd largest company in the world. Interestingly, uh, the largest group of customers are from California. <laughs> So, and this, this could be something where you're like, okay, it's solar energy, right? Um, who do you think it is? No. Well, I wrote a lot of companies down and then I was crossing them off as new data points came out. Mm -hmm. And the only one I'm left with on my list right here is eBay. But eBay. Right. I don't think, I don't think eBay's quite this big and has this number of reaches around the world, but um, that's one of them that came to mind. Uh, what, what do we got? What's our next slide say? I thought you were maybe going to go down the road of Amazon, um, but you didn't. So I didn't know if that was on your list and got crossed off. Maybe. It, it, uh... Well, yeah. It, 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 okay. That, that was also on, you know, actually it is on my list here. I can even, okay. I can even, right. I can even, I can even prove it right, right there. Right. eBay, Amazon. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but it's not those, uh, let's go. It's Shopify. Shopify. You may, you may not have even been that familiar with them um, if you haven't had an online commerce site um, or if you haven't spent uh, a lot of time doing, you know, shopping online. But if you do a lot of shopping online, you're going to see all kinds of things happening. They're going to sell to every buyer everywhere is kind of one of the things they're thinking about. But their overall platform is really interesting because they do a lot of help um, and use a lot of tools that they've built to really kind of um, provide their community with tools that really help them to uh, to get online and start selling. So let's talk about um, some of the ways that uh, AI is going to benefit, at least uh, of what we're talking to. I don't think we need to share those uh, slides at this point. Let's just talk about some of the 
some of the things that uh, we had talked about before as far as, you know, what what's going to happen. Um, so think about the e-commerce experience. Uh, you go online and you're looking for something. And you're like, well, um, I'm kind of looking for this, but I'm not sure what I should get. Well, think about AI as being able to make personalized product recommendations. So what ends up happening is the AI algorithm is going to analyze customer data. It's going to look at your browsing and purchase history. And then it's going to provide a personalized um, product recommendation. So that could help uh, cross-selling, upselling opportunities. That leads to higher conversion rates um, and, uh, you know, a larger order values for every order that's placed. I don't know how many times you might have been online shopping. You're not really happy with what you're seeing and you just stop. You're like, okay, I'm going to look at this later. Well, that's one of the things AI can help on. So it's almost like, hey, before you go, um, have you considered this? You know, so it can like, give you that personalized product uh, recommendation. Um, another thing too is that we're starting to see more of this and you've probably seen it if you've done any kind of customer service um, issues where you've tried to use the internet to get something resolved, where you see the chatbots coming out and you're getting customer support from that. That's another area where AI power is going to really help customer support, automating uh, any kind of routine inquiry. Um, you know, they'll, they'll be able to be there 24 seven, right? So, um, you know, I recently just had an example of something that came up. I was looking to get some assistance. They said, uh, you know, it was late Friday. They're like, okay, we're open on Monday. And I'm like, oh, the whole weekend is just gone. I needed this nightmare. So 24-7, I like the idea. Um, a lot of large volume of customer interactions can be handled efficiently. Um, that's going to help customer satisfaction. That would uh, reduce the response times overall of your service uh, engagement there. I, um, I, I, I want to jump in right here on the great point because I have used chatbots for quite a while, right? A lot of these things. A year ago, they used to frustrate the heck out of me. Mm -hmm. But recently, in the last, say, month, couple of months, I've noticed a real improvement in what the chatbots serve up and, and how much they can help. And then the other thing I really like about that is that I'm able to, you know, download or to capture all the chat session, the back and forth and the answers. And if something doesn't work out right, I can later call back to customer service, talk to a human being and say, hey, here's what the chat bot told me. And here, I'm going to, let me send you the transcript so you can see I'm not making this up that I really did go in on this date and time, you know, and, and got this sure. direction. And, and so, yeah, I, 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 I'm already seeing the improvement in customer support uh, with AI and chatbots. That's definitely spot on here. Well, here's another one that you might not have thought about, but as a CPA, I'm sure you're thinking about all the manufacturers that you've worked with and um, all the other companies that have been in retail and what ends up happening. They're always dealing with inventory. So imagine this, all of a sudden AI comes in and can help these millions of sellers out there on this platform with their inventory management. So they can take an AI driven demand forecasting tool saying based on the sales that you've had on your online store in the past, we're predicting that you're going to need this much in inventory at this time. So they can predict, okay, here's your inventory levels you should be carrying. And that ends up reducing the risk of overstocking or understocking. And that can lower the, the carrying cost and that can uh, help to improve cash flow management as well. And, you know, I think Shopify is sitting right in the middle of that. Um, so that's a real good uh, opportunity for them. Another thing too, is with all online transactions, you always have this issue with uh, fraud detection and, uh, 
prevention, right? So you think about AI algorithms um, can help to detect fraudulent transactions. That can help to reduce chargebacks. Um, it can also do an analysis of transaction patterns and user behaviors and other data points. I mean, if, imagine like if somebody was looking at my like history and seeing, well, you haven't bought anything for like six months and all of a sudden 15 orders come in. Well, you know, maybe I had a project I was working on, you know, so they might say, okay, that's really unusual, but this seems to be typical for him, right? He, you don't hear anything. Then all of a sudden, like, why are you buying all this stuff? But it all seems to be related. Right. But if all of a sudden it was all kinds of different things where it didn't seem to make any sense, they could be flagging that and saying, hey, um, you know, take a look. So that's another area. Um, anything you're thinking of? Um, I, I really like uh, the idea of complements and substitutes. Um, if the AI has a bunch of purchasing patterns where it says, you know, if if you if you buy this product you're going to need this you know cord to plug it in or this adapter or whatever mm -hmm. then you know hey you really need to you really should buy this you know i know on other sites um commerce sites you know they they do have these suggestions um you know amazon's you know known for this quite a bit um but in the e-commerce space and the smaller players their ability now through their back-end platform shopify to be able to to, to cross sell and upsell, it, I think would be very much enhanced by AI. So I think that's a, that's another area. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the AI uh, algorithms could really help on the search and navigation. So it's a matter of what are you really trying to find? Um, and then it can provide you with alternatives to say, here's different places to look. Um, and here's some things to understand. Um, an example of something just real simple was I had um a fuse go out in um, one of the cars I was driving. I needed to get another fuse. I knew the amp fuse. I get to the store and what ends up happening is they're like, okay, well, here's two fuses that are the 7.5 amps. This one has the long, um, you know, metal pieces. And this has the short mini fuse. Do you need the mini fuse or do you need the long one? And I was like, I don't know. Um, how, how, how do we figure this out? They're like, well, tell us the car model. And I'm like, okay, now here I am at the store, right? And I don't have all the details of something maybe. I mean, I happen to know what car I needed it for. But I'm just saying that if you're doing this online, it's very easy because it can prompt you and say, hey, by the way, did you know um, if you tell us the car, we'll tell you exactly what you need for this. Um, and then on top of that, they're like, oh, wait, you're having trouble with your headlamps, aren't you? Well, would you like to buy some new headlamps today? Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe this got burned out, you know, when you were – doing whatever in the car, you know, so there's all kinds of things can happen from search and navigation. Um, and on top of that, just think about this. We have all these different um, online sellers and you want to get the best price. Think about AI tools that can do price optimization, you know, looking at pricing strategies where they dynamically adjust the product prices based on the demand or competition or some other factor. I mean, that's going to maximize revenue. Right. Um, Another thing, too, and this, this is one that I hope doesn't get too big, but I kind of know it will, email marketing. I'm getting tons of email marketing that I never used to get. I'm like, um, how do you, like, just be able to reply, like, don't send me any more emails, you know? I mean, that, that's a good startup, right? Please, take me off the list. You know, the do not contact email marketing list. That would be great because we're going to see a lot more automated email 
from all kinds of places. But on the other hand, think about it. We have generative AI. Some of these things might be really cool to watch, you know? Um, so, you know, there might be an entertainment thing there too. <laughs> so that, that, that's right. But I, and I, I think that the, um, the ability for AI to affect the entire funnel, the whole channel from, from the marketing perspective all the way through to, you know, the sale um, is, is an important concept because it's not, it's not just the support. It's not just the transaction point. It, it actually extends in both directions. Yeah. You know, another thing that's uh, on the way, and this is something that, that kind of takes a little bit of a leap of understanding of how this fits in with Shopify, but it'll fit into the whole e-commerce um, approach that different people are using um, as they develop these new tools. They're going to start working a lot more towards a visual search. And so what will happen is AI will have visual search capabilities that are going to allow a customer to search uh, for products using images. So you're like, okay, I'm looking for this. And let's say it's like a, um, a toothpaste, you know, you're looking for toothpaste and all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're looking for toothpaste. And all of a sudden it gives you a whole list of different products and prices. It gives you a whole page and it's like, okay, you're looking for that. Or let's say you're looking for a soccer ball and, um, you know, you're, you're able to all of a sudden see all kinds of different, uh, soccer balls that are available and who the seller is and where you can buy it. Um, that's going to enhance the shopping experience. It's going to help customers find what they want more easily. And when it becomes easy, then all it is is pressing a button and paying for it, right? I mean, it's, the experience is getting so much better. Um, so e-commerce is really, you know, having a lot of impact from AI as, as far as what we're looking at here. Another thing, too, is just think about all the analytics and the insights that AI is going to be able to capture from the data. They're going to be able to give the merchants all kinds of insights about customer behavior, sales trends, market dynamics. Um, you know, they'll be able to say, okay, what time of the day is your best selling time? And just think about how that makes um, a lot of sense from trying to be prepared to meet the customer demand. Um, you can make strategic decisions. Marketing efforts can be geared around this. So AI is going to really help. Um, another part of this that I think is going to be really interesting, and, uh, and I think it's going to be really um, a fun thing to do, is voice commerce. So what ends up happening is you just go ahead and you click a button that says, tell me what you're looking for today. And you just say, okay, hey, you know, I'd like to buy. And then you give it the product. Next thing you know, on your screen pops up all these different products that you could buy. And then it continues to give you search and navigation. Go, no, no, I'm not really looking for, you know, I, I'm, I'm really looking for something that is um, that color. I want to get um, the following colors. And so you give it different colors and boom, there it is again. I mean, you start thinking about how this can happen. It's going to be interesting to have voice-driven uh, e-commerce. Another thing, too, is think about um, content generation from AI. So... It can generate product descriptions. It can point you to blog posts about the product, uh, give you a whole summary of ratings, give you some details on, you know, here's how people have seen this product. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be a very interesting part as well. Another thing, too, is um, I think that the order fulfillment process is going to be really improved from AI tools, um, routing those orders more efficiently, predicting shipping times and managing inventory across multiple locations. Uh, there's actually a company out of Tennessee that's working on this in an AI platform 
and uh, they've already been given um, something close to like two million in funding in an initial round. So you know that this is going to be a bigger and bigger uh, area that is uh, you know going to be observed. Um, augmented reality is another. Can you imagine putting on the goggles and then uh, going sh uh, shopping? You know. Oh wow! I yeah. mean, you don't have to worry about parking. You're just like, hey, I'm going shopping. You're like, you're just sitting at your desk with that goggle thing on your face, man. What is going on? I'm shopping, you know, so augmented reality, um, AI, that's going to allow customers to visualize products in their environment before they make a purchase. And that's going to enhance the shopping experience. Um, you know, another thing, too, is just search engine rankings and visibility. The AI tools can uh, analyze website contents and they can, like, suggest different optimizations for your search to try to get to what you're really looking for. Another thing is uh, predictive analytics. Um that can help the merchants forecast future trends, identify emerging markets. They can make data-driven um, decisions. I mean, I think that the shopping experience and the growth on the online is just getting bigger and bigger every year. More and more users, more engagement. And I think that Shopify is really just sitting in a position to where AI is going to really benefit them in their business model. Yep, I, I think... You made a very compelling case, um, um, and I and I I like the fact that uh, you know like according to the criteria, you know they're not at or near that fifty-two week high. There is opportunity for the upside. We see huge gains in e-commerce over the last you know three to five years. I mean, stoked mm -hmm. by the pandemic, but it took a lot of people who were either on the fence or not quite as comfortable, and now it's now the norm. It's now mass adoption to be able to purchase over the internet, e-commerce sites and, and, and smaller shops opening up and that's who Shopify uh, caters to. So um, yeah, their use of AI is going to leverage out to thousands, tens and hundreds of thousands of their customers and users to, you know, have a, have a, have a, have a further reach in the marketplace. And that's just going to help, their volume and their revenue stream at Shopify. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the AI overall, as they incorporate more and more of these tools, that they're actually going to get um, a double benefit. First of all, this uh, shopping experience on e-commerce shopping experience is going to be more personalized. It's going to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. And the merchants themselves are going to be able to streamline their operations and drive business growth. So if you think about the merchants using AI and you think about whatever benefits they're getting, that's immediately translated into value within Shopify because it reduces the cost of that merchant having to go back and forth with them saying, we ran into this issue, that issue. Um, so really what this does is it really positions Shopify to grow tremendously even from here. The merchants are going to be applying AI. Shopify is going to be applying AI. And all that resident growth and all that resident application of the tools and benefits is going to really have an impact for Shopify. And I think that, um, you know, again, they met the criteria uh, doing a lot of research into just how is it going to work in their existing model and everything about AI seems to be leading to them benefiting um, in, in that space. So um, that's the, uh, that's the call for the benefiter for today in this series. We have 
three in this series. So this was the second. Again, Roblox was first. Shopify the second. We're not talking about who the third one is yet, but uh, the, uh, all of our listeners will be happy, I'm sure, to join in next uh, podcast and hear the next name of AI benefiters. Definitely, for sure. Um, you know, let's get that disclaimer reminder. Don't take any action just based on this show. You got to get your own personalized advice, make your own decisions. This is part of your analyze stage, not your not your act stage. Analyze, decide, act. Um, looking forward to the next one, uh, Alan, um, in, in this three-part series. Uh, and uh, for now, I guess uh, we'll sign this one. Oh, we should let our listeners know how to contact us. Sure. Right? So I'm, I'm Ray, R-E-Y, at avoidcrisis.com. Alan? I'm Alan, A-L-L-E-N, at uh, avoidcrisis.com. All right. So Keep our listeners can uh, contact us. Tell us uh, what else they'd like to hear about. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it's been great to see you, Ray. Always enjoy uh, hearing your thoughts and uh, getting a chance to share with our audience here uh, some of the things that we've been talking about. Likewise, Alan, very much. Very much appreciate uh, your insights in this area. It's fantastic. All right. So for this week, for this episode, thanks very much. We'll talk, see you next time. Great. Thanks. Thanks.